بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباد الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لله ما في السماوات وما في الارض وان تبدوا ما في انفسكم او تفوه يحاسبكم به الله قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم انما الاعمال بالنيات واذا قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ان الله لا ينظر الى صوركم ولا الى جسدكم ولكن ينظر الى قلوبكم واعمالكم او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام صدق الله العظيم صدق على رسول الكريم Respected elders and brothers, may Allah Ta'ala make whatever is being mentioned a means of our hidayat and the hidayat of entire mankind at large. Say Ameen, Inshallah. And it shall be so, Inshallah, if we sit with this niyat, that whatever is being mentioned, Allah make it a means of my hidayat. I want to practice upon it. Our ulama have explained that whenever we hear any talk of deen, immediately ponder, deliberate, look into our souls. Kya ye meri zindagi mein hai ya nahi? Is it in my life or not? As a mark of example, Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned that those that will listen to music, it will create hypocrisy in the heart. It creates hypocrisy in the heart. So, hey, I'm listening to music. From today on, I make Toba, I won't listen to music. Now, this is that you're making that niyat. So, in this way, whatever is being mentioned, by just making that niyat, Allah gives you one ajar. And when you practice, Allah will give you even more. So, whatever talk of deen, immediately is important to make the intention. And niyat is such an important aspect. <clears throat> In niyat is such an important aspect in whatever we do, however we do. That is why our pious elders have explained <coughs> that when we wake up in the morning, ye niyat karlo, make this niyat, that ya Allah, whatever I am going to do is for your rida mandi, is for your pleasure, whatever it is going to be. Beloved elders and brothers, this doesn't mean that only we make niyat when we come to the masjid. Har amal ke liye, for every action that we do, Allah will reward us. It's upon our niyats. Like a mark of example, few important points. Ye sab sikhne ka hai. All this is for learning. Do you understand, do you realize that when you make ghusl on a Friday morning, you, so you can make three niyats. The niyat of janabat, the person is coming into the state of park after being having a relationship with the wife, so you make the niyat of janabat for cleansing that. I'm making the niyat of juma, and I'm making the intention of jinayat. What is jinayat? Internal cleanliness. Ya Allah, save me from arrogance, pride, showing off. So in this one ghusl that this person has, he has made three intentions. For every intention, Allah will reward, and accordingly, Allah will make his effects on the person. Take another example. MashaAllah, we all are spending on our families. We're buying our bread, our milk, clothing for the children, whatever and however. 
What date have I made? Have I made a niyat here? Subhanallah. Habib sallallahu alayhi sallam has mentioned the best sadaqah, that means reward of charity, is the money that you will spend on your family. Have I made that niyat? That Allah, whatever I'm spending on my family, I want that reward. So from today on, at this very moment, you make this niyat, Ya Allah, aaj say, whatever I'm going to spend on my family, give me that reward. Allah will give it to you. But important point, that ihzarun niyya, that awareness of what I am doing, consciousness of whatever I'm doing. In fact, when you look in the kitabs of hadith, like in Riyaz al-Salihin, we find the first chapter, ihzarun niyya, fil aqwal, wal af'al, wal ahwal, wal a'mal. That I should be conscious of what my intention for whatever I say, whatever I do in all conditions, in all actions. I should make an intention. Subhanallah. And this intention is so great, is so great. Subhanallah. Allahu Akbar. You know, we all can become, get so high jannat just on our intentions. You know, Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned, this world is made up of four categories. Four classes of people. Now each of us that is sitting here, ask which category do I fall under? And how are we going to make our intentions? Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned, the first category is that person whom Allah Ta'ala gave him understanding of deen. What is understanding of deen? Is that person... Whenever anything of Quran and Hadith is mentioned, he says, Sami'ina wa'atana. This is the call of Allah, I will obey. Way of Rasulullah sallallahu I will obey, obey, obey. There's no what he call, you know, twisting and turning and making upside down, you know. No. Quran says this, Hadith says this, Rasulullah says this, I am going to do it. No, that is the person whom Allah gave us, gave him an understanding of deen. Allah make us among them, say, Amin. Then, with that, Allah gave him wealth. Now he's got this wealth. He uses it in all good causes. Wherever it is, there's a need over here. He's over there. People are struggling. People are suffering. People are needing help. However, that person is in debt. I want to help him. I want to help him. Rasulullah Sassam says, he is of the best of the people. Allah Ta'ala hame in banade. Allah make us amongst them. Say Ameen. Imagine. The second category is a very interesting one. Again that person, Allah gave him the understanding of deen. But Allah didn't give him wealth. But his niyat, his intention, Ya Allah you give me wealth. All these people that are in this informal settlement, I will build homes for them. Ya Allah, all these people that are in financial difficulty, I'll help them. Whoever, wherever, throughout the world, I want to help them. Subhanallah, he makes the intention of the whole world, of entire helping entire mankind. Allah will give him ajr accordingly, and he is like the first, the best of the people. Allah make us among them too. What we learn from here? Just niyat. Subhanallah, how high you can go? The third category is that person, Allah didn't give him understanding of deen, Allah protect us. He's total, total disregard. Somebody tell him, brother, if you don't read your Fajr Salah, the shaitan is going to urinate in your ears. 
and your whole day will go upside down. I am not interested. By come towards the masjid. Come towards the masjid because success is in the masjid. I am not interested. My shop is more important. My business is more important. That is a person Allah Ta'ala did not give the understanding of deen. Allah protect us of that. Say Ameen. And Allah gave him wealth. And he's using it in drugs, alcohol, humanizing, gambling, showing off. You know, I am Mr. Somebody. Wasting his money in extravagant weddings. All the haram. Rasulullah Sam said he's of the worst of the people. Allah protect us. Fourth category is that person. Allah never gave him understanding of deen. He's not interested in practicing on anything on deen. But his intention is if he had, and he got no wealth also. His intention, if I had wealth, I'll use it in all the haram. In alcohol, in showing off, in all the haram. He is like the third, the worst of the people. Allah save us. What we are learning from here, the importance of this heart of ours, this consciousness of this heart. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this ayat of the Quran al-Kareem, لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَإِن تُبْدُ مَا فِي أَنفُسُكُمْ أَوْ تُخْفُوهُ يُحَاسِبُكُمْ بِاللَّهِ Wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ Whatever is in the heavens and the earth belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever you will reveal whatever is in your heart, whatever thoughts are in your heart, you will be taken to task on the day of Qiyamah. Allah is going to take you to task. Whatever is in your heart, whatever thoughts are in your heart, evil thoughts, you will be taken to task. Allahu Akbar. Sahaba radiallahu anajmain come to Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam and say, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you tell us, to go in the path of Allah, hum to tayyar hai, to go in the path of Allah. You tell us to give zakat, we are ready. You tell us to leave our homes, to come to the masjid, to perform our salah, hum to tayyar hai. We are ready to sacrifice. But, how are we going to control those involuntary thoughts that come in our hearts? We can't control that. Sometimes evil thoughts come. They come and say this to Rasulullah. Subhanallah. Allah Ta'ala says to the Sahaba, through Rasulullah to tell the Sahaba, are you going to be like the Yahud who says, Sami'na wa asayna. We hear and we disobey. Don't say that. However, whatever, however the pull is, however the bitter pull it is, this is Sharia, say, Sami'na wa ata'na. We hear and we obey. We hear and we obey. Sami'na wa ata'na. Sami'na wa ata'na. The hadith comes, they kept saying, Sami'na wa ata'na. Until these words became easy on the tongue. 
I hear and I obey. Allah make us like that. Whatever it is, when it comes to Sharia, Sami'na wa atana, I hear and I obey. Whether it comes in my magaj or don't come in my brain, whether I understand or don't understand, this is Quran, I will obey. Sami'na wa atana, Sami'na wa atana. Allahu Akbar, when Sahaba radiallahu anajmain said this, when Sahaba opened their hearts, Understanding this factor here, subhanallah, it is narrated when this ruku was revealed, the last ruku of surah Baqarah was revealed. A special door was opened in the heavens with two angels that had, this door was only open on that occasion, never before. And two angels brought this entire ruku to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Only for the ummah of Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is such a special ruku. This last ruku of Surah Baqarah, Allahu Akbar. It is said that every person should read this ruku morning and evening. Whoever don't read it, he's actually mahroom. He's actually unfortunate. He's lost out. Allah gives topic to read it. Say Ameen. Allah gives topic to learn it. Allah make us realize how beautiful this ruku is. How beautiful, in fact, the whole ruku. But I just read to you the dua that Allah taught us when Sahaba radiallahu anhu said, Sami'na wa ata'na. We hear and we obey. We hear and we obey. Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala taught us this beautiful dua to make. Rabbana la tu'akhizna in nasina aw akhtana. You can say Amin while I'm saying. Rabbana la tu'akhizna in nasina aw akhtana. Rabbana wala tahmil alayna isran kama hamaltu ala alladheena min qablina. Rabbana wala tuhammilna ma la taqatalana bi. وَعْفُ عَنَّا وَغْفِلْ لَنَا وَرْحَمْنَا أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا فَانْسُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ Look at the meaning. رَبَّنَا لَا تُعَخِذْنَا إِنَّ سِينَ أَوْ أَخْتَانَا Oh Allah, don't take us to task. For whatever shortcoming mistakes we make. لَا تُعَخِذْنَا إِنَّ سِينَ أَوْ أَخْتَانَا By mistake we do it, whatever, you know, khata we make. Mistakes you make, don't take us out. Rabbana la tuakhizna in nasina o akhtana. Rabbana wala tahmil alayna isran kama hamaltu ala ladina min qablina. O Allah, don't put upon us. Don't put upon us such burdens like it put upon the nations before us. Those people were some, some of them were such that when they believed in Allah, they were punished in such a way that a comb of steel would be put to separate their bones from their flesh. They were sawed in the center. Ajeeb, terrible azabs. Oh Allah, don't put such kind of burdens upon us. Oh Allah, don't put such burden and hardships upon us that we cannot bear. Say, I mean, such an important part. Don't put such difficulties, such hardship upon us that we cannot bear. So important to make this a وَعَفُ عَنَّا وَغْفِلْ لَنَا وَرْحَمْنَا أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا فَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ Even this last part, Oh Allah, forgive us, show mercy upon us. And when Allah SWT says, أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا Oh Allah, you are our protector. 
You are our protector. Save us, save us from the nations of the non-believers. Save us from the harm. Save us from this their evil. How an important, beautiful dua Allah gave us when Sahaba radiallahu said, Sami'na wa ta'na. We hear and obey even though it's difficult. We will hear and obey. Also a very important factor here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alimum bizati sudur. That is the important lesson of today. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alimum bizati sudur. Allah knows whatever is in our hearts. Allah Ta'ala is aware of whatever is in our hearts. How we make our needs, how we will think, how we will plan, Allah is aware of everything. Now this is the thing that we must reflect upon. You know, it's so important to make this dua. Allahumma ja'al fi qalbi nura wa fi basri nura fi sam'i nura wa fi lisani nura. Allahu Akbar, what a beautiful dua. He said when you leave your house in the morning, Oh Allah, put nur in my heart. Oh Allah, put nur in my hearing. Put nur in my eyesight. Put nur in my tongue. Allah, make me nurani. Say Amin. Full of nur. Our hearts will be clean. Imagine this beautiful dua again about the heart. Rabbi say Amin while I'm saying. Rabbi taqabbal tawbati wa qsil hawbati wa jib da'wati wa thabbid hujjati wa saddid lisani wahdi qalbi waslul sakhimata sadri. Two points, the last two dua of this dua there. Beautiful dua. Allah gives tawfiq to learn duas. And beautiful duas that our Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us. Wahdi qalbi. Guide that heart of mine. Yalla, guide that heart of mine. Wahdi qalbi. Waslul sakhimata sadri. Take out. Take out. Say amin to this. Take out that evil, that wrongs that are in my heart. Whether it's vengeance, whether it is hate, whether it is this quality of me, I am somebody and I want to show off and all these kinds of things where I look down upon people, I hate people. Oh Allah, take out all that from my heart. In every way, how important it is to have a clean heart and how important, how dangerous it is to have an evil heart. Just a few examples, subhanallah. In Surah Noon, in Surah Noon, Allah gives an example and an incident. Something for us to learn about. There was this father who mashallah, who had this farm, and whenever he used to, time for harvest used to come, he would take out a portion, a tenth of his harvest, and give it to the poor. This was his mamul for years. There's a poor there, I need to take out, and I need to give them. This was his system. When father passed away, the sons are talking among themselves, an old man, man. You know the old man? He is, why must he give, we give the poor? He's got it wrong, you know. We rather make sure early part of the night we'll go. Because early morning these people are going to come. Let's go early part of the night. We'll break, we'll chop all everything out. We'll take all our stocks, all our fruits on the trees, or whatever that grain was there, we'll pick it up. And we'll go away. When the poor will come, we won't be there and there'll be nothing over there. This was that evil thought. It's all talking about the heart, the intention, the upside down niyat. 
The upside down niyat is in the heart. That we are going to make garbar, we are going to cheat, we are not going to give the poor anything. So, they go early part of the night to go and clean up and cut up everything so that the poor don't get anything. When they come to the farm, it's dark there. They look to the right, the left. They can't seem to find their own farm. What's happened here? Then they look clear, carefully and say, Man, this is our farm. Everything has been burnt. Allah's azab came on the farm and they lost everything. Now they are regretting and they're scolding themselves that we had changed our niyyat. This is the azab of Allah upon us. Understand what an important factor this that this heart has to be clean. When you have the wrong niyat, look at the effects. That is why Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned when the buyer and the seller, when the buyer and the seller, both of them are sincere in the transaction. The buyer, he says, buy, I'm going to pay you in 30 days. He is sincere about it. And the seller, when he's selling, he says, look, this stuff is like this quality, etc. He's not lying. He's being true, he's being sincere. It got this deficiency, it got this wrong, whatever. Both are true. Remember, Allah is basir. Allah is all watching. Allah is sami. Allah is all hearing. You know, sometimes we need to do this revision of our lessons. Allah make us maaf. We've forgotten some very important lessons. Maybe it needs to be, you know, done revision of it. Very simple lesson. Amantu billahi kama huwa bi asma'ihi wa sifatihi wa qabiltu jami'ahkami. Remember that lesson? When you're in the maktab, Molisab, Appa, whatever told you, I believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in His being, in His qualities, and I've accepted all the commands of Allah. Two points here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's qualities. Allah is Sami. Allah is Basir. Allah is Ali Mumbizati Sudur. Allah is all watching. If Allah is all watching, why, how can I ever look at this haram on my screen, on my cell phone, and think that I can get away? My wife is not watching. Nobody is watching. Are bye. Allah is watching. Allah is watching. Allah knows your in evil intentions. Allah is watching that. Allah is Sami. When you're talking in prophecy against somebody, Allah is listening to everything. sudur. Allah knows what's in the heart. At the same time, we made that intention that time. Let us make it now. Let us make it now. What the qabbal. And we will accept all the commands of Allah. I will obey all Allah's commands. This is that dua, this is that iman and mujmal that we had learned when we were kids. So Allah is watching everything. When this buyer and the seller are sincere, Habib says Allah will put barakat in that transaction. Allah will put barakat in that transaction. Subhanallah. You want to know how barakat comes? When you know how barakat comes, when people are sincere, when people are true, when people do not want to cheat. You know, firstly, Allahu Akbar, you know, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us a very beautiful dua. Allahumma la taj'ali dunya akbar hammina. Say ameen. Rabbana la taj'ali dunya akbar hammina. Wala mablaga ilmina. Wala ghayta raqbatina. Wala tussalit alina malla rahmana. Say ameen. Rabbana la taj'ali dunya akbar hammina. May not the world be our biggest worry. 
and we make such about the dunya and the things of the dunya that we begin to hate our family, we begin to fight with our families. We begin, Allah Akbar, Allah forgive us, protect us that we don't become such. It's no small thing, beloved brothers. Can you imagine Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned? That is the person that taken out the dunya from his heart. Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned. So beautifully, that person that forsakes, gives up what is earned, what is his right, what is his haq, what is his property, he gives it up to avoid his dispute. Allah will give him a place in the beginning part of Jannah. Subhanallah, mashallah. So if I got a fight with my brother or my family member with something of the dunya, never mind, I'll give it away. I'm not going to demand my haq. What Allah will give you? Is this important? Or if I give it a place in Jannat? Ask. Think to yourself, brothers. What will you want? Jannat. Never mind, I'll give it up. This is that one Sahabi, radiallahu anhu, when he heard the hadith of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa wherein Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa said that that person that will return the goods, if somebody came and bought something, he said, not satisfied, he'll get Jannat. This Sahabi opened a shop only for this reason. I'm waiting for that customer to return whatever I've sold him so that I can get Jannat and give him his money back. Imagine that niyat. We talk about no returns. This sahabi opened the shop waiting for that man to come. When that first person returned the goods, he closed the shop. I got my Jannat. Because he understood this world is temporary. Allah make us realize this in fact, this important fact. Let not the dunya come in between. Are we talking about this? How important this heart, this clean heart, the barakat of it, the effects of it, because Allah is watching. This man sold his property to somebody. Hadith. So some has mentioned this incident. This man sold his property to another person. That person that bought the land. He finds, while he's working in the land, he digs up, mashallah, full of treasure, of gold inside there. Now look at his heart. This is not mine. This is the previous guy's. The owner, previous owner. <clears throat> he takes the treasure, goes to him and says, bye, this is not mine, this is yours. This man says, bye, it's not mine, it's yours. Because I sold you the land, whatever is inside is yours. Now look at them. This one is saying it's not mine. That one saying not mine. They go to the judge. The judge was me. I'll say rather you're all fighting. Rather give it to me. That's our thinking. Eh? But look at that. They thinking. Look at that. When both the hearts are clean. What did the the judge says? Ben, you got a daughter. Says yes. You got a son. Says okay. We'll get them married and we'll give it to them. Both parties were happy. Look at that heart. How Allah's help. How Allah's guidance will come. Allah give us a clean heart. Allah make us good, pious, practical Muslims. Wa akhada wa alhamdulillah rabbil alameen.